with uh, The Real Talk. I keep looking at what's the name of the show. And I know, I forget. It's all right. And I have Mr. Brent Chesney with me. Good morning. Today from First Title. Today is the episode six of the podcast. I'm like surprised that we're being consistent. You know, I'm known to start something and then... No way. So, you always finish. What are you well, talking about? You're you know, a finisher. I mean, it's just like, You're a oh, finisher. okay, but I got you know, you. I'm scheduling it. <laughs> yep. So um, I'm happy to have you here. Thank you for having um, me. I know that no one was raising against you yesterday, right? That is so, true. I was unopposed, which was a great blessing to not have to... You know, run that race. So, so were you nice. were you partying all day because you knew you won? <laughs> yeah, I was. Well, you know, it was. We still worked pretty hard yesterday on at the polls for yeah. other folks, but right. it worked out okay. Too. Yeah, that <laughs> no, I'm just okay. I'm just teasing you. Yeah, I know, I know. it's I, all good. Yeah, no, it was a. I mean, it was a very that was it was. It's very nice to have the confidence of people and not have someone run against you. So that was right. a big blessing for sure. So you're a county commissioner. I am county commissioner. Right. So um, he's also <clears throat> owner. See, Actually, no, I have a secret. I know the owner is the wife. Not yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. My wife, my wife runs it. I just, uh, you know, I just try to keep her happy. Uh, but no, we, we, uh, it's uh, first title company is locally owned. Uh, we bought the company in 2011 in part from First American Title. Uh, so the, the company has been in the coastal bend for way over 50 years. Right. It was originally CC title, first American title, bought it from CC title. And they, we operated as first American title here for many, many years. And then in 2011, uh, I bought in part and then finished the buyout in 2012, uh, with a local investor group, um, with my wife and I being the, the primary on that. So you, cause I remember when I started in 2007, it was first American mm -hmm. title. Correct. So then you bought from first American title. And so it's, it's a total local Totally company. locally owned. We, we are the exclusive uh, agent for first American title in Oasis and San Pat County. Oh. Uh, but at the same time, we have a great relationship with first American title. They are, are, are really our only underwriter because they're such a great national underwriter. We have a great relationship with them. Um, <clears throat> they just, at the time, wanted to get out of the smaller markets mm -hmm. and I at the time wanted to you know buy the company buy the company so it worked out and it, it's been a great uh, partnership with them for for many years and we're very very happy but but yeah it that is a big part of you know being locally owned right if you're all our money and all our profits it stays in this, in, in this economy and that's really important for people to know because there are national uh, title companies here that their profits leave you know they right. if the money you know, they create jobs, but, but their but money leaves town, here. right? And we stay here and we invest here and all our money stays here. Uh, and so that's a big deal. Um, and, and so it's been, it's been great. And, um, but like I say, we, this company in one way, shape or form has been serving the coastal bend for way over 50 years. I have to go back and look now what year Just it is. Well, yeah. uh, why title Brent? What's that? Like what, how do you start getting involved into the title business. You know, that's a really interesting story. I, I was, um, I had my own law practice. I was on city council at the time. And uh, actually another title company here locally approached me and said, Hey, we'd like to hire you uh, just as a outside contractor to help us with business development, especially mm -hmm. with commercial deals and so forth. And I thought that's a great idea. I'd be interested. I really wanted to get more into the business and less into the, to the law. I wanted to run a business. And so I thought, okay, that's kind of neat. And I called a couple of friends of mine in the business and said, hey, just want to let you know, I'm going to be getting into the business in this way. And one of my friends who was affiliated with First American Title at the time called me and said, well, why are you doing that? I said, well, because they offered me this position. <laughs> and he said, well, hold on. Would you be interested in talking to First American Title? And I said, well, 
I'm starting with this other company next week. And he said, no, no, they want you, they want to talk to you about maybe running the whole thing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know anything about the title business. I was just going to do this as an aside and kind of start evolving. But anyway, so long story short, um, very quickly, um, it happened and they, I met with the folks and I really oh, liked wow. them and they liked me. And, and, um, uh, in 2000, in, uh, 2002, uh, basically, uh, I was, I went to work for them and continued with my law practice and the rest, as they say, is history. It was kind of a weird evolution. That's... I never would have thought in a million years, Hey, I'm going to grow up and own a title company or be in the title <laughs> business because I didn't know much about it, but it's been, it's been great. And it's a, it's a very, very service oriented business. We all charge the same. And so, you know, as you know, you've got service, you got price, and you got relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And so if the price goes out the window because our prices are the same as everybody else's prices, then it's all about service and relationships. And um and I love that. That's my that's I love you have a great team. I have people. to tell you I've that cut the best team in town, um, without a doubt. I have to tell you that actually when I came to Corpus Christi, it was in two thousand and five. In two thousand and five I bought my first home. I was there in either drive, mm-hmm. um, and Rosie was my closer. No way. Mm-hmm. How funny. What a small world. That's literally when I met her. She met Andrea. Andrea and I was two, 20. Andrea was like two years old Gosh. when Rosie met her. So it's wow. crazy talking about that relationship. I mean, I know your team. I mean, well, Rosie, I know her for ever. That's how I met her. And then in 2007, when I started on the uh, mortgage business, I kind of, I mean, she was kind of like my to go, like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, you're going to help me. Can we escrow the contract and all this? And um, it's crazy how she has seen in both ways. I mean, I know about her kids and then she has seen my kids grow where she's all like, oh my God, I can't believe that she's in college now. I'm like, yep, she's grown up and gone. Well, and and that's the key. I mean, I I absolutely have, and I say this with, with no shame, the best team from top to bottom of anybody in this area most experience the 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 best service in my plant in my marketing team with my closers with the assistants i mean we really take a lot of pride and 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 look we make mistakes and we try to make those mistakes right i mean we're not perfect right we all make mistakes but we really try hard to you know do what we can and and i'm just really fortunate that a lot of these people i've worked with since i've been in this business you know rosie and cindy i mean just the the list goes on johnny batten who's my plant manager betty vickers who's my operations manager i mean these ladies have more experience than i'll ever have in this business uh and and they they do a ton of the work and and having you know and, and being a small you know locally owned business you know having my wife who's the cfo um, of the company. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said she's the she real is. owner. No, and, and really, I mean, <laughs> Ashley is like, is the best. I mean, she's, you know, a, a, as you know, you know, when you have a, a husband in the business that help can help run ideas oh, off yeah. you and, you know, and talk about things and, and really, it's just different when you have an investment like that. And it's, it's just, it's awesome. And when you have someone running the financial side of it, that you can trust, you know, I know, you know, it, it's, and it's cause that's what we all worry about, right. Is money missing. All I know is Moses got in trouble because I'm not CFO of any company. You so are, I need you, to get the got, title. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're good. Yeah. You well, you can make him the CFO of yours right. and you can be the CFO of his and you know, you got all kinds of stuff going um, on. But. So, um, just real quick for everybody that is listening out there that it's, on the market to like buy a house, mm-hmm. explain a little bit about the title policy. Sure. So what, 
you know, I'm going to buy a house. Why do I have to get a title policy? Um, the fee is the same across the board. So mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what title company you go to, you're going to pay the same amount. Um, but what it, is it really for? So it's really peace of mind. If you, if you do a cash deal, you don't have to get a title policy. Okay. And, and I'm not just saying this because I'm in the title business. I would never buy a transaction without a title policy because things can happen. Things can mess up. It's, it's, is it likely? No. But if it happens, you want that policy just like you want windstorm and hail. And the difference is, like if you have an auto policy, you have to pay that every month all the time. Mm -hmm. A title policy is a one-time fee. I mean, you only have to pay it one time. It's not like it's recurring and you have to do it over and over and over every month. You pay one time and you're, and you're insured for life. It's really the best valued insurance policy. And you're insured against what? Against any claims against the title. So let's say that, that somebody down the road, there was a, uh, an heir to a piece of property that was missed and that person was entitled to those proceeds. And they come back and they say, hey, that piece of property you buy, that you bought, Claudia, um, you know, I, I, I own that property. That's my property. Or I had a right to some of those proceeds. Well, you go, oh, well, hold on. Not I don't know. Okay. Here's my policy, First American title. You, because the First American is the policy, right? They, we, we do the, the closings, but they are the insuring agents, and they're a multi-billion-dollar company that you're backed by. So they go and put the the I, I guess the not the like the uh, what is it? They'll file a claim. The claim, right? They, they go and put the claim. claim against the title company, right? And and then First American title will then take you know, the policy and they will defend the claim. They will deal with the claim. Like okay. I don't even deal with the claim because I'm just an agent for first American title. So it's not first title that, it, that you have the backing of, which you do, but, but first American title, which is a multi-billion dollar first or second largest underwriter in the country that backs you up. So kind of like, you know, an Allstate or a Farmers or a State Farm, it's the same kind of situation just entitled, but it's a one time, it's, it is, in my opinion, it is the most valuable insurance policy you can have because it's, you pay one time and it's for life. If you own that property for the next 30 years and something happens 27 years into the policy, that policy still protects you. See, I actually am learning today because I always thought that the title policy was just for you to give me something saying... It, the title is free and clear. Well, so that's part of it. you don't have anything to worry about it. But I didn't know that it extended to oh, until life. like you, until like the whole time that you own the property. And this is important because there's a lot of liens that can be attached mm, to absolutely. the property. People can miss liens in, in searches. Like I say, there could be claims that, hey, that's my property. There can be, and, and that stuff happens, you know, there's there, that happens. And so that's why you want that. And again, it's a one-time fee that's significant because you may go, wow, that's a big fee, but you never have to pay it again. You don't have to do I it mean, again. Unless you, you know, sell the property. But I mean, if you don't ever sell that property, it's not like homeowner's insurance where you pay monthly for the rest of your life. Right, right, right. It costs you thousands and thousands and thousands to insure this your home, just one to insure you. your car, to insure your property. One-time fee, it's the best value and of insurance And it policies. is a set fee. So mm -hmm. it's the same it's population. Regulated. You right. know, it doesn't matter again what title company you go to. The title company well, sure it also does. You should always go to first title. To company. first title, well, yeah. But uh, <laughs> what I mean, you're me. still gonna get the no, fee. I know, I know, um, I know, I'm kidding. You. So the um, the escrow when you guys go and buy a house, you your realtor is gonna go ahead and go and escrow that contract Correct. into the title company. Um, there are sometimes that. 
the salary the salary is paying for it they usually pick who the title company is the, the, the rule is according to respa the rule is it's the buyer's policy so the buyer should get to choose okay but it's a negotiable point in the contract if the seller is paying for both the owners and the mortgagees then the rule is the seller can pick. Yeah. Usually the seller pays for the owners and then the mortgagee is paid for by the buyer okay. because that's a hundred bucks or something like that. But so if, if the seller is paying for both, then the seller has the right to ask if, but, but it, because it's the buyer's policy, you as the buyer should quote, have the choice, but it's a negotiable thing in yeah, the contract you, you, negotiations. You talk to your realtors. <clears throat> right. Um, I would tell you from a lender perspective, because basically, you know, in, in a short version of it, we get that contract escrow. Very important. You know, I work with a lot of uh, title companies in town. And sometimes it's literally one week before closing. And they're like, oh, well, we didn't send the contract. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was a lender there, blah, 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 blah. So it's very important that you choose a reliable title company. Right. Um, what I can tell you based on my experience and not because he's here. He actually knows that I always speak very highly of first title. What I love about first title besides Ashley and then Brent. <laughs> In that order. I got it. Yeah. Um, Ashley, Cindy, Rosie, then yeah, Brent. I'm okay with that. Uh, it's your team. So I've had closings at on Saturdays. I have closings after 6 p.m. I have, I mean, it's literally, I have cell phone numbers for mm -hmm. every closer that you have in there. I mean, it's just that takes it to another level. Right. And the, I appreciate that because they, and that's not something, you know, we don't, I don't want to force my people to work on Saturdays or Sundays. No, no, no. They just do it, right? They, they do what they need to do to take care of their clients. And, and that's what is important and that's what matters. And that's why, you know, you've been so loyal and, and it's so much appreciated. And we go so far out of our way to help you and your team because it, it's a partnership. That's right. how we look at relationships because we understand that we've got to get those deals closed. And, and I mean, believe me, part of my job is to deal with problem files, right? And we have our problem files. We've oh, had yeah. some with you. We've yeah. had some with other people and, and they're not fun to deal with, but we try to make things as right as we can. And sometimes, you know, a buyer or seller can have uh, reasonable expectations of the title company and the lender and the realtor. And sometimes they can have unreasonable expectations. And then it's just like, you can't do it that fast. And, or, you, you, and know. you just can't. Sometimes you just can't please people. You can apologize and you can try to make it right. And so much of the time when I come across a problem file and what I've tried to in, you know, impose upon my team is, look, just get the file closed. We'll figure out the problems later. Right. We've got to get this file closed that stuff and we afterwards. will figure out the problems later. We will apologize later. We will do whatever we need to do later. But get this file closed so that these people can go on down the road and that will take care of a lot of the problem if we right. just get the file closed. We'll take care of all of it. You know, I got one I got to make a call when I leave here on. You know, it's, it's just... You know, it, but it's just that that's important thing, like taking care of the client and then you can deal with the rest. Um, Absolutely. And, I, you know, it's it's not fun all the time to make those calls, but 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 when you close thousands of transactions, you, you're going to have something that's going to go wrong. Oh, it's all... Yeah, right? for it sure you have to. So one more thing that I like about First Title, and this is like true story, and I know Ashley is gonna hear it mm -hmm. so i remember i called ashley one time and i told hey my girls don't want to come to your title company anymore and she's like what do you mean and i said well there's no cookies I, I, if i knew the cookie story was gonna like, have to come yeah, up yeah right? like yeah. there was no cookies and my girls were like are we going where there's cookies no i don't want to go i'm like it's just a quick closing nope 
So I called Ashley and I said, Ashley, what are we going to do about this? Oh, Ashley went and got an oven and got me cookies. They're fresh baked cookies yeah. at first title when you go. Yeah, I mean, that's important. You got to have those fresh yeah. baked cookies. They're sealed up so that, you know, you can, <laughs> you know, nobody touches them. We, we, we're all about cleanliness too. And uh, you're right. And, 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 you know, you really do. It's a funny story, but you, you take what your clients give you and you you take that as valuable input and if you don't you're kind of that's kind of oh, yeah, silly right Brian I mean, Alexa and they right, were little right? no, I, I mean I get it I mean you have to and, and just little touches like that make a difference you know we try to provide the continuing education that realtors need we do that with with Pat Strong we bring her down how often do you guys do that because I have to, noticed that yeah we try to bring that about once a quarter we do it more but sometimes we get a big response sometimes we don't because it just depends on the time of year so we bring her about once a quarter and we try to do that we've just souped up our training room over at the Holly office added a big screen TV. We, 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 we allow if, you know, especially um, like, like you have this big, beautiful office now, but some of the smaller uh, companies in town, they, they need, need offices space. to meet in. So we have space available with a, with a PowerPoint TV available to do it. So we try to accommodate that. Um, you know, we, we try to listen to what our, our clients want and need. And, you know, whether it's Zocam, you know, we had, you know, that's a, one of the little things that we bought into that now you can deposit your checks digitally. That was one of the oh. things that if you, you know, if someone wants to escrow their property, they don't want to take it. All they got to do is go on Zocam, put it in there. And you don't have to, have to oh, show up. Oh, I didn't up. know that. So they don't have to. The realtors don't yep. have to. Oh, do you guys hear that, realtors? Yep. I don't want to hear anybody saying. It's we try to make it uh, easy for oh, you. Oh, I have to go until tomorrow because right. you said after five you can escrow that right away. Right. I don't know about that. So that cuts a lot of it excuses does. from no, no. the realtors not to escrow the contract right away. Right. And uh, talking about cookies, tell us what's your favorite with cookies well the cookies are definitely those iced sugar cookies from janet's those would be the favorite that i have to <laughs> claim you know those are pretty darn good uh so yeah i'm kind of a sweetaholic and you eat them with okay so milk, i know yeah, brent milk, also yeah. like we both we know brent very well so we know his uh, weakness is Milk and cookies. And, and let me tell you, the other ones that I love are those ones that you always get from that lady yeah. in those sealed packages. We order those all the time, those iced, and those are unbelievable. I don't good. know if Moses oh brought them gosh. to you, but at the pink party, it was uh, Charlie's birthday. He, he was like giving me, like, he showed them on, he goes, I saved you a couple. I never got them. Like, literally, he had them. He, it was a table, and I had the cookies, and he's like, start grabbing. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, they're for Brent. And I got none. I got none for Moses. He said, oh. Me a picture. Oh, wow. Hey, I saved you a couple. I'm like, great. No, I never got them. I mean, you know, he just that's teases so me like funny. that, your husband. I mean, it's like, come on, yeah. man, just send well, me some cookies. Yeah, that's pretty much my weakness. I'm a sweetaholic and it is kind of what it is. I've, you know, it's what I've always been. I try to, you know, work out extra hard so I can keep eating those cookies. Eating the cookies. Yeah, uh, tell sad. us about uh, Joshua and um, Gabriel. Gabriel. Uh, very blessed to have two. Uh, in addition to my wonderful wife, Ashley, I have two great boys. Uh, Joshua is a he's a sophomore in school, but a redshirt freshman for basketball purposes. He's on scholarship playing up in uh, St. Ed's uh, in Austin. In fact, they are leaving today for their first trip. They're going to Colorado. They have two games oh, there. Are you going to go? Well, I don't think so. We were, and it, it is a really tough trip. They are playing three games in Hawaii. We are planning on making. Yes, those. I remember that. That one we're going to make. Um, but he, we're excited. Uh, we got. I, we went up last. Uh, what, 
was a couple weeks ago, and he had his first scrimmage. Got to watch him play that, so that was really cool. Uh, so he's doing great. Has a wonderful, nice girlfriend at the moment, which we really like. He, his teammates he really likes. So he's doing great there. And he was up in the on the East Coast. You know, your your daughters are East and West Coasters. Oh, yeah. Mine was not an East Coaster. He just <laughs> that was not his thing. Uh, so we were happy as heck that he decided to transfer to back. back to it Texas. makes it hard. Like it's I mean, the flights hard. to like Boston. It's a day. Whatever, I mean, it's like San Francisco. It's a day. Like I mean, it takes you a day, no matter how you do hours. it from Corpus Christi. It's a day. So that's crazy. And Gabriel, what is Mr. Gabriel? Gabriel did a video. Actually, I have to still post. I haven't posted yeah. a lot of pictures. He did a video, and Gabriel, if you're listening to this, I still owe you a gift card. Yeah. Uh, I have, I, I will pay that. I always it's pay. Okay. We paid him. Uh, so, you know, we, we paid him. We figured you get around to it. We, we, yeah, we, no, we, we, we I will. So do I have to pay you back or do I have to pay Gabriel? Just give him an extra one. He'll be fine. He'll like that too. Um, but Gabriel, what is he he's doing? He's great. He's, you know, he's a freshman at Flower Bluff and, uh, he is doing really, really well. He, he, he's been at London, which Joshua went to London, loved London and, and Annapolis, loved Annapolis Christian Academy. Uh, Gabriel just wanted to try something different for high school and he picked Flower Bluff and we love Flower Bluff. I've represented that area for years as a county commissioner and, and very involved in their school district. So I know how to, what a quality school district it is. So we were happy. He's, he loves it. He seems to be acclimating well. I mean, it's a huge change when you go from like, 18 kids in oh, class to in Annapolis like, yeah, to, to 600 freshmen right. and 2,200 kids in the whole school. So it's like staggering to me. I don't know if I could have done it, but he's done it, he's done it super good. well. And he's like, he's like my video art, just super, and he's dropped a couple of songs on oh, Apple I Music. Oh, I know. I mean, Andrea like and Alexa were telling me about that. And I'm like, no way. He's like, yeah. And they're pretty, they're, like, they're he said pretty that darn good. He, writes them he writes them he 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 buys the beats he doesn't he hadn't produced the music yet so he buys the beats and he puts them into his song but he writes all the lyrics and he sings the songs wow he's working on a on a i think he calls it an ep he's working on a, a little six six or eight song set right now that he's going to drop next super talented didn't wow. get that from me uh obviously um <laughs> but he's super talented and and you know we just had a great trip we went up to fort work last weekend and um Got to watch the TCU Texas Tech game. So he's my TCU guy. He loves TCU like I do. And then we. That's the frog. Yeah, I the, told him yeah. I was going to ask yeah. about I, that. He's the purple. You know, I get that in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we drove back, got to see Joshua for about three hours in Austin on the way home. So we had a you know wonderful weekend, and it was great. And Gabriel really misses being around Joshua. They oh, they, I bet. they got real close right before he went back to school, and so he's missed him. And and so um, that's always a, a fun treat. But you know they're they're doing well at the moment, and we're really very blessed. Um, you know just to have them. They they just they're both just good kids. What about your uh, fur baby? My fur, I, which one, right? I got four, four dogs, uh, you know, and uh, the latest one is a little Bernadoodle named Luna. And Luna, I think trip. Luna is the one that is spoiled. Yeah, they're all spoiled. I got to tell you, yeah. they're all spoiled. <laughs> a Amber, who is, we've got a golden, I mean, a, a, not a golden doodle. Yeah, a golden doodle and named Amber. She's super spoiled. She's kind of mine. Luna is kind of Ashley. Kind of Ashley and Gabriel's. And then we've got two rescue dogs, Lucy and Belle, and we love them. They're all I was, awesome. They're I was all laughing spoiled. because I put Nico's uh, fall picture, Halloween picture on Facebook, and then uh, from the daycare. And then Unreal. Ashley goes and put Luna. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, they're buddies at school. Yeah. Um, so let me circle back because yep, yep. I want to ask you something very important for everybody that is listening. What will be maybe two things that you will tell people to be careful um, of like 
I guess, avoiding issues for title if mm -hmm. they're selling or they're buying a property? So first, let me say, and I'll answer that too. First, let me say, I think we're still in a very good market. We are not in the crazy, stupid market that yeah. we used to be in, but we're still in a very robust market. I think it's a it's still a very good time to sell and buy. It's not right now, I don't think either a seller or a buyer's market, which is which is still a good, solid market for everybody. So I think there are some real advantages to this market. So I think everybody that is considering should not be afraid of interest rates or afraid of other things like that, because the interest rates, I think, are going to go higher. So this is a good time to buy now before they go higher. Um, but in the sense of what you're asking, uh, there, there are certain, there's certain, there's certain things that you need to watch out for, right? There are things like, you know, child support liens and, and things of that nature that we can talk about. There's, there's divorces that come into play. You've got to have your ducks in a row on the title. I would always suggest if you're listing a property to get your, have whoever's initiating it, your lender or your, your realtor, if it's a refinance, if it's a sale, <clears throat> you know, to, to get that set up and ask some questions of your title company and say, Hey, look, is there anything out there that you see? Cause we're happy to take some, prefer, you know, some, some early looks as long as there's some contracts, you know, that's out there and get that started because you don't want to find those issues six months in when you've got the buyer and you've gone, Oh, darn, we didn't know about all this and we didn't know about all that. So, so really just get an overview of your property because that is super important because things pop up and those child support liens, there's not much we can do about no, it. Tax liens. Not, oh my gosh. Like, those tax are horrible, liens. Horrible. I've had transactions where they can actually not close the deal because they owe so much taxes that they can't afford to actually even sell the property. Um, another yeah. thing that people don't know that sometimes, um, companies do it's like uh collections mm -hmm. that they go and attach it and mm -hmm. it's a homestead so that shouldn't be a thing right but it's a problem right but so it, it, it's something that it does put in there and then you have yeah, to do extra right. work to be do it because there are there are things in there that like you said that if they're a homestead then uh, a vendor's lien that's not attached to that house that's like uh you know like you a credit card or, or, or yeah or something like that it but it's still a problem that we have to clear up, right? right. And, and you can usually get that cleared up, but it takes time and it can delay your closing. I and see. then you, it can't be one of those deals where, and then unfortunately the title company gets blamed for everything when it's not usually the title, because we can run title pretty quick and then we start helping get it cleared up. But you know, there's certain things we can't do, right? We can't get your support, child support lien cleared right. up. We can't get the IRS to waive a lien. We can't, you know, so, so you want to know those things, even if it's a credit card, debt that's on there we have to reach out to those people and they and usually they'll give you a release a partial release to close the property but that takes time because getting a hold of a credit card company is not easy it's not easy i mean it's like somebody and, in in new york city and especially right? because mean, it's normally it's not even the title the credit card company anymore like it has sold so many times to different oh my gosh, places right. and the collections right. and all that so uh very important to share that mm -hmm. i find it very you know funny I want to use the word funny when some clients, they think that we're not going to find out. And I'm like, dude, we're going to know everything. Uh, we, all, we, we always <laughs> find out. We pull out everything. It's like the other day we were talking about this guy that he's like, I'm not married. And Cindy's like, he's married. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and the guy's like, no, I'm not married. I'm like, dude, here's when you got married. Like I have the marriage license <laughs> right here. And the yeah. guy was like, well, what if I tell you that I'm not married? I'm like, Okay, let's just disappear because you said that you're not married. So yeah. it's like, you know, I mean, stuff like that. Um, that's what comes with the title company. Well, so. and, and let me tell you, too, another one is a divorce. Like it, when, when people get divorced, and I used to do family law and I did a lot of divorces. And so when you do the divorce, 
even though it says in the decree, Joe gets the house and Sally gets the car, that's not enough, right? There has to be, what should happen is, Sally should sign a deed to Joe at the time of the divorce, okay. if possible. Now, if there is a a joint um, um, mortgage on the property, a lot of times that causes problems because Joe can't finance by himself. So Sally says, okay, I'll stay on the lien. Well, just understand that then Sally's going to have to sign off when you sell the house, Joe. Okay, so let me let I mean, me tell you the mortgage on the on that matter because that's an actually really good thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. So if you got divorced, the divorce decree has to state there's different places. So mm -hmm. one is the property, mm -hmm. how it's divided. Mm -hmm. So that the divorce decree has to state that Sally is keeping the house and Joe is not getting the house. Right. And then down below, we're going to talk about liabilities. Mm -hmm. So when you put on the liabilities that the mortgage now belongs to Sally and not to Joe, mm -hmm. if it's stated on the divorce decree, Joe can go ahead and buy a house without counting this mortgage because mm -hmm. the divorce decree. Now, I had a case where that was the case, but then the husband was still making the mm -hmm. payment. Well, then you're still paying. Like, that's not going to look good. So if it's separated, it's separated. Um, but yes, the deed of, it's a warranty. Right. Deed. So so for, for di there's different requirements for mortgages, right? Yes. So he, Joe might qualify for a mortgage, but when Sally sells the house from the title standpoint, we're still going to need Joe to sign off on that deed, if, even though it's in the final decree, oh, because Joe is still on, on the title and on the title, oh. and he's still on the mortgage. Like he's still, unless they've released him from, unless they've deeded the property at divorce and gotten him off the mortgage, then he's still on this mortgage. So he's still going to show up on the mortgage and on the title. Oh, wow. It's still going to be in what the What about the proceeds if they're selling? Are you going to have the proceeds going to come to both no, of no, them? No, 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 no. The no, proceeds are the, just going to come to. <coughs> not unless Joe makes a claim for it, which Joe shouldn't because the divorce decree <laughs> well, says Joe should. damn Joe, but, sometimes, but, but you sometimes, know. But sometimes Joe does. Believe me, we run into those all the time. But more times than not, Sally's going, well, wait a minute. Divorce decree gave it to me. Why in the world are you making Joe sign? And we're like, because Joe's still on the title. Right. You okay. didn't deed the title from Sally to Joe. So that's very important. If there's any lawyers hearing out uh, there, it's you a big guys deal. have to do the deed before. Because, yeah, I've seen that. It's a big I've deal. I mean, that. you have to sign that deed over. Now, here's the problem. If Sally deeds it to Joe, then there's something, as you know, called the due on sale clause in the in the on the financial documents that uh -huh. says if you alter this, then this mortgage is due on sale. Right. Right. And they consider a deed from Sally to Joe a they sale can do that, yeah. and they can call your note due. So a lot of times they don't do they, it because right, of that. That's why they don't do yeah. it. But then when it comes to my perspective, he might, Joe might be able to go get a mortgage policy. That's not my issue. That's your, or might be able to go get another loan. But my issue is I got to have Joe sign. And sometimes Sally's like, well, wait a minute. I don't talk to Joe anymore. Right. What am I supposed to do? I'm like, well, I don't know your lawyer at divorce should have told you all this. Yeah. And should have gotten some of this done, but a lot of the family lawyers don't so know. So, Joe, they stay close in case your wife. Well, or, or <laughs> yeah, just do, yeah. And it's hard because family lawyers necessarily aren't real estate lawyers. Right. And, so and then they, they don't know, know how it right. works. Right. Yeah. So, it, th those are some of the, the pitfalls. It's divorces, child support liens, IRS liens, airship affidavit type things where okay. heirs are involved. Those are the ones in, in our business that are very tricky. So, um, 
Well, again, thank you so much for having on, for coming, not having us. I'm no, happy. Thank you for having here. me. I appreciate um, that too. And my wife will be happy that, that I've got this in yes, the shot, this is super right? Cool. Branding, you know? Okay. <laughs> but um, just to wrap it up, yep. so tell me, I'm buying a house. I'm talking to my realtor. We're going to pick a title company. Mm -hmm. Why should I pick your title company? I think because without a doubt, we have the most experienced team in the Coastal Bend. Uh, we work really hard to make sure that everybody's happy and we're locally owned. And I think that's a big deal. I, I, I mean, having the most experienced team and being locally owned is a big deal because the dollars stay right here in the Coastal Bend and we spend more on the charities and we spend more, as you know, uh, a lot on your charities. And we, we spend yeah. more with a lot of, you know, local vendors and local people and it doesn't go other places. And I think that's important. But again, having that experience because we all, we all charge the same. Yep. The way it is, um, it is important. I'm not going to tell you, we're not going to make mistakes, but we're going to work hard to rectify them and get your file closed. If there is a mistake. No, that, and that has a lot of weight on it. Talking about charities really fast. Sandcastle. Mm -hmm. Tell me yeah. how much you uh, made these. That's an awesome uh, cause. Yeah, it was a, it's diabetes. Yeah, it is. is we, it this is our best year. Kids or yeah, over? It's for, it's for children with diabetes. Um, we started it. It's called the Sandcastle Run, and we started it. This was our uh, sixth or seventh year. I mean, I've been in office eight years, um, and we started it to help children with diabetes go to summer camp. And then for a while, because of COVID, they didn't go to summer camp. So we deviated the money to children in the coastal bend for programs that helped them. We're back onto summer camps now, or, or camps, <clears throat> not always summer. And it helps them have a normal camping experience. But it, it stays here, it local. It stays in the, it, so that's it, it, very important. It Santa Castle, it happens in... Well, we're going to change it. We had it in August this year, and people were like, okay, it's 100 it's degrees. It's super hot. So we're going to probably move it next year to October to have it a little cooler. Um, but it does, all the money stays right here in the Coastal Bend. That was my deal with the Diabetes Association was, look, every dollar's got to stay here. And every dollar raised um, from sponsors and runners and so forth goes to the Diabetes Association because we cover the expenses with other funds that are not oh. related to that. So that's a big deal too. So we raised over $50,000 this year. And I think that puts us at 250, 300,000, somewhere in that range over the time we've done it. Um, and all that money, all of that money. And that's what I tell my sponsors. Every single dollar will go, it goes over there, yeah. to the Diabetes Association and does not cover expenses. So I cover expenses with other funds that I have allocated to me to use. And that way, your dollar, which you've always goes been a sponsor, to, right. I appreciate that, yeah. uh, goes right to those kids. And that's a big deal. That's not the case with everything. That's it, very important. Really that's the same with the pink party. We, we, Moses and I cover all the expenses and everything that we collect is what we right donate on. to the, to the, yeah, it makes a and big that's difference. How, that's how it needs to be. And that's how it should be because, you know, we all should give to whatever our cause is, but we all should have some sort of allocation that says, look, I get that you have to have administrative costs on things, but we want our money raised locally to go, to, go yeah. to cancer research right. for people in the coastal bend, to yeah. go for kids with diabetes in the coastal bend. Yeah. And that's what we really push for. And, and yeah, next year we're going to do it again and hopefully you'll sponsor again. And, and we'll, we will, we'll I going. actually wanted to run it these this year and we next weren't year. in town next year okay we're thank gonna do it god, in, we're gonna do it in october thank god yeah, i wasn't was in tough. town because august I was, it's at the beach too so well, let me tell you we added crazy. a 10k this year which was great we had the most runners we've ever had todd hunter stepped up and and was a sponsor and he sponsored he said his sponsorship wanted to be towards making the race free for everybody oh wow so we had i don't even remember 450 signed up 
racers. We had more that not everybody showed up, but because it was free, but but still we had more runners than ever, more then signed up yeah. than ever, more money raised than ever. Do you so run the race? I do not. I have to. I have to um, help. You know, like. Make sure and greet. Oh, people. that's the so, excuse. Yeah, right. Gabriel does. Gabriel <laughs> yeah, has I run it every Gabriel. year. Yeah, really? He does not. He's not a runner, but he runs that race every uh, year. He placed for the first time in his age category this year. My son and was very proud of him and finished third in his age category. And that's and I'm so like, dude, if, awesome. if you run all the time, you would like probably win this thing, you know. So, but he, yeah, he that's his thing. He likes to go out and run that race and for running. Yep, that's very so, cool. Sandcastle San first Castle. title. Mm -hmm. Milk and cookies. There you go. Thank you, Brad. Thank you for letting me come on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>